Gander, a social video website integration service, debuted last month, uh, making some really big waves in the marketing world. So I thought we could talk about it today, but their idea is really basic. Here it is. Shoot small video clips of people using your product and then embed them right into your website, either your product pages or your cart pages, um, Shopify or whatever online e-commerce platform you use. And of course, Gander as a service, they're getting started uh, doing this for you for a fee. They'll help you out with it. But I also thought that this is really easy to DIY as well. If you're a retail business um, looking to get the next edge in marketing, um, there, there's a way that you could source videos from your customers or uh, make them yourselves. But I thought let's talk today about another instance we can use more video in our marketing uh, as retail businesses. Steve, what do you think about video, again, in retail uh, space for marketing, but really just like this is another way uh, of doing it? The book of Ecclesiastes in the Bible has the... (laughs) (laughs) I know where you're going. (laughs) Has the verse that there is nothing new under the sun, and this is just QVC reinvented, I guess. that's like every marketer's life verse. There's nothing new under the sun. Dude, Just keep telling yourself it's that. It's the every same day. thing. Uh, I believe Gary V to uh, totally redo what I just said about the Bible. And then Gary V, on the other hand, says uh, <laughs> that marketers ruin everything. It is just like a constant oh. cycle of just the True. same old thing over and over. But yeah, I feel like uh, it has been well documented that uh, social uh, showing your product, whether in person, um, doing product demonstrations, door to door sales, having the, uh, you know, Tupperware parties and, uh, crock pot parties and the, you know, Arbonne parties and the, you know, putting your product in the hands of people, um, that want to buy them or use them or doing videos of your product, uh, demonstrating your product, especially if you have a complicated product in any way, uh, is a very well-known yep. <clears throat> thing. So yeah, I think that this is a great idea. Uh, it's a kind of a, kind of a unique, unique, uh, way to put all of these people in the same, same place at the same time. And I love that you went there with the the uh, Tupperware parties, the Arbon events, you know, all of that um, as really maybe what, 50, oh, more like 70 now, 70 years of <laughs> those kinds of, of, I know, right? Me too, but I, I'm, I remember Pampered Chef parties Ooh. growing up, um, going to Pampered Chef parties, and it was just the coolest because the thing they made by demonstrating was food, so you got to snack. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, that's that's where you're headed is it's the demonstration. Um, and I'll say this, demonstrating your product being used um, from a psychological standpoint does two things. Firstly, it answers any objection to this might be more difficult than how I'm already doing it. And that's really, really powerful in people's minds. In any sales event, any sales situation, one-on-one, online, wherever, people have objections. And as a salesperson, as a marketer or a business owner, it's your job to overcome those objections. So giving a demonstration can help overcome that, that big objection of this is more difficult than the way I already do it. Show people how this makes their lives better. But then the second thing that it does is it reduces the fear of the unknown. So specifically about the objection of this might be difficult to use, take that and expand it to every possible fear that someone might have about buying your product or service. Not the least of which is I'm going to get burned. This won't actually do what it says it's going to do. 
The fear of the unknown is present in every single sales conversation, whether the unknown is about price or about service or about quality, the unknown is there. And again, it's your job to answer to it. And so giving a demo, a little demonstration, um, really can, can turn the tide in a sales conversation. But now the question is an increasingly digital world. How do we do that? Not at, um, an Arbonne party, not at a Tupperware, you know, event. So getting these simple little clips onto your uh, website, I think is an outstanding idea. And, and of course, if you know, I think what they raised was $4.9 million of seed funding for this new company. So if someone's putting $5 million behind it, you know that the problem exists and that they're going to try to help you solve it. So either you pay for it or you do it DIY, but I think that's where you're at. Like you said, Steve, it's, it's demonstrating it that, that helps make that connection. I would say that this uh, idea too, as you were talking through that, uh, that it really came to my mind too, that there are so many people, especially in video that want to do video for the first time. I don't think this is necessarily hmm. somebody that has been doing video for a while because they've probably seen the effects of this, but as a person yep. that's been doing hardcore video for at least five years, uh, I can attest to the fact that the more polished something is, the worse it does. And I think that this yep. right here would be a place where that is so true. Um, this is somewhere that you do not need to be polished. This needs to be in your retail store, probably like where you can yep. see the store in the background or whatever. If you're do DIY, you know, of course, but, um, yeah. this is something that I do not think the, the video will do well if it's super polished because that feels salesy. That feels, yep. I, and I hate to use the word scammy, but it's like, Oh, duh this product is not going to flop on this video because look how polished it is. They've probably done this yeah. six times before they start, you know, um, <clears throat> this is not a scripted deal. This is a, a unpolished cell phone video. I feel like would probably do the best on this. And that's, we're talking about a product page, but why not use this same video on all your social channels too? Right? For sure. I'm a huge fan of reusing content that you create. So if you're doing a 15 to 30 second demo of, you know, every single product in your retail store that goes on a product page, you now have months worth of social content to post that video, drop a link to the product and, and say, so many people are getting this benefit. You know, it's, it's, it's solving this problem for people. And you've already now got two uses out of your piece of content. And, and of course, then you're talking, is it, does it go on TikTok? Does it go on my Instagram stories? Does it go, you know, on my YouTube shorts, or maybe I make an entire YouTube playlist out of product demos. There is so much content that, that can come from you simply sitting down with a phone recording, you know, someone using the product. And that's the other thing the, the practical advice is to what Steve said, don't polish it. Don't, talk for five minutes either get right to it here's how easy it is to use xyz widget that we make and sell for 250 and you're showing somebody using it and you say you know buy it online right now always close with that close that call to action but i mean it's so simple and straightforward and that's the point right people want to see that it's easy to use if it takes you 10 minutes to explain how you how to use your product uh first of all don't sell your product as easy to use uh <laughs> it may be a complex product that does amazing things you need to go that route but in these 15 to 30 second videos 
your your job here is to show people exactly how simple it is and so every single time just get that get that simplicity in and don't polish it there's a there's a, a tiny nuance here too you can use the same video almost um, with a product page 100 percent of people who watch the video on the product page are interested in that product and how it works Okay. Very so good use your use your ideology or your uh, your mindset of when you would be on a product page. What are you curious about? How does it work? Mm-hmm. What comes assembled? What doesn't come assembled? If it's clothing, how it looks on me? What size am I? How tall is this person wearing this? Um, what could this also go well with? If it is a uh, packaged good, you know, how does the package come? Does it have ice in it? Blah, blah, blah. So use your thinking of what, what process you would be going through on a product page. Now, if you put that on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, that will not go well. Why? Because hmm. if you're scrolling through your news feed, there is a incredible incredibly small percentage of customers that would be looking for that particular product and how it is shipped or packaged or whatever. The book, The Ultimate Sales Machine, um, talks about how to sell products. And he works on, um, through the whole first half of the book, he talks about this pitch that you give people to actually get them to have a conversation with you. And he said, if you sell phones or you sell you know, a communication device or whatever it might be, and you call a hundred people and ask them, are you in the market for a phone right now? He said that 1% of people will be in the market for something that you are selling specifically, maybe that brand of phone. And 3% of people will will say, I'm in the market for a phone, but maybe not the brand that you are selling. And then the other 97% of people will say, no, I'm not in the market. In contrast, Mm. he said, if you will refine your pitch to say, are you in the market to save the uh, save money on your utilities right now as a business owner, what percent of people do you think would a much larger percent? Or are wow. you in the money? Are you in the business of um, communication? Well, would you be willing to you know improve your closing rates by two percent or whatever it might be? So. If you're going to put these videos on social, you can have the same exact video, but the very beginning of the video needs to say, let's say our our products, um, a great Mm -hmm. thing to sell on our products might be some sort of tack or something like that that would need to be showed and demonstrated how it fits, things like that. Yep. On a product review page, yes, you would you would show the product, you would show how it fits on a horse, blah blah blah. However, on a pro- and you're saying just get right to it. Get right to on it. The product get page. right to it on the product page. Yeah. Okay, but you're just you're just explaining the product. In in caveat to that, on a social channel, you would need to say maybe the title of the video, maybe the first five seconds of the video, whatever it might be, is um, yeah. are you having problems controlling your horse? Here's a product that might help with that. Here's how it works. Yep. On a product review page, you would just say, here's how the such and such deal works. People are going to say, I'm not in the market for that product. Next, if you start out with the hook saying, are you are you having issues controlling your horse? Maybe 30% of people might say, oh my gosh, yes, I am. You know, So yeah. that tiny nuance, I feel like people oftentimes are like, let me show you how the such and such works. It's like, cool, I don't even know what that is. Next, 
You know what I'm saying? So I think you have to explain why it might be valuable for someone if you're going to use. Now, the the rest, the other six minutes of the video or whatever can be the exact same. Like right. it's still showing how the product works, blah, blah, blah. But I think that that's a yep. small deal in the title of the video. It's a small deal in the hook of the video. Um, that's a small nuance that I think people forget. And that reminds me of, we've talked before about the grunt test, uh, the three questions that people are asking in their brain and you have to answer in the first five seconds of your content. What do you offer? How does it make my life better? And how do I get it? And you could kick off that, that product demo video with just answering three really quick questions. You know, here's a new piece of tack that makes it easier to control your horse in case you're having trouble. And you watch this video to, to see how to get it. And now you're off to the races. You recorded that, you know, within five seconds. And that helps you have that system of developing a pitch, um, a hook that gets somebody in. That's a good point, Steve. Yeah. Um, and again, I, like I said, it's, it's the rest of the video is the exact same. And, uh, it, it, you yeah. know, it's all the it's rude, like, like I freaking care about your products. You know, it's almost like selfish of like, let me show you how this works. Like come buy it from me. You know, it's like, yeah, like, yeah. You're not trying to help anyone, and that's that's that comes off as rude. Um, if you're having trouble with this or that or whatever, you know, I think that that is mm. um, whether that's clothing or whether that's you know, if you just have yeah. those like tiny nuances, I feel like it really helps. Like, here's six it's ways very presumptive. to fashion. Yeah, you, know, you kind of assume that everyone's as interested in it as like, you are. I think that that's so much yeah. nicer than, um, you know, I don't know. Totally. Yeah. Sure. Sure. And, and truth be told, if you made that first, let's say you already have some videos or you you have ideas for social media videos where you start with that three to five second hook and then you demo the product, put those over on your website right now, because then people who are already interested are willing to sit through three to five seconds of, of being told again, how it's going to make their lives better, what problem you solve, and then see the demo. Um, I think that probably the big encouragement out of this episode to people is going to be stop pushing for perfection. Stop expecting, stop not putting video on your website and on your social because you just don't have the money to hire somebody right now, or you just hate the way you look on camera or you sound on camera, or you have no, you know, nobody to be in your iPhone videos the point of all of this is that people are just so desperate for genuine, authentic information from the people they are doing business with that you're really just shooting yourself in the leg by continuing to obsess about perfection or polish or even just high production value, period. You are denying your people. You're not serving them your with the authentic, genuine information you. that you could be giving them that you're probably perfectly willing to do when they show up in your store. This one will hit you between the eyes. Punch them in the face. People come to your store. You're perfectly willing to demo the product, explain it, show them because you're not super worried about it. But something about putting a camera in front of you, you know, so that you're going to do a video and you think, yeah, I got to be perfect here. And I just want to like smash that out of your head and say, no, like think of that camera as the customer who came in today looking for information and you were ready and willing to give them that value. The people online are looking for that same thing. They just need you to show up 
and be who you are and stop worrying so much about the production value of it all. So if you don't have a product that's explainable, you've probably already turned this off, but if you're still around, what if you don't have a product that's explainable? What if you have a restaurant that's still a retail business? What if you have a coffee shop? What yeah. if you have uh, very basic products or, or maybe even t-shirts or clothing? What if you have a boutique or something like that? That's not, you don't have complicated yeah. products. Um, let's talk about that as well. How would you make sure. these similar videos for that? Um, any ideas off the top of your head? Yeah, I would say one of two ways right out of the gate. One way could be, um, a behind the scenes video. So if you take coffee, for example, or, and t-shirts really, really great example there too. Very on the face value, understand, understandable products. We get it coffee. We love it. We hate it. Whatever it is, gives us caffeine. Um, I don't so see your there's latte really not going to be exactly. <laughs> but I think if you go behind the scenes and say, here is a 15 to 30 second video of how we grind our whole bean coffee and, and serve it to you in our, you know, in our space. Or if you're going to sell bags of coffee, right? Here's a little 15 to 30 second behind the scenes. And let me just pause and say all of you roasters out there who have been waiting to create a, a, a mini documentary about the roasting of your coffee, but you can't afford, uh, can't afford plane tickets to Costa Rica and you can't afford a videographer. That's not what people are looking for anymore. People don't want your feel good, super polished, you know, national geographic type biography of your coffee company. They want that 15 to 30 second behind the scenes, uh, you know, of your roaster up at 2 AM roasting. And there's a short bit of video in there or a short bit of value in there. And I think that's, that's one way. So a little bit of behind the scenes. I think the other way, take like uh, t-shirts, for example, or, or this is anything, but the other uh, path you could take is how it makes people's lives better. So in that role, if, if I were at, um, you know, building a strategy for a t-shirt company, I would say when you send out your orders or you send out some freebies, target those people for user generated content. If you don't, if you haven't heard that acronym in the marketing world, it's UGC. All it means is user generated content. It means you asked someone unboxing that t-shirt to make a little reel or a TikTok for it. 15 to 30 second video. They're going to unbox it. They're going to put it on. They're going to show it off. And that is a really great example of how this works. That is, this made someone's life better. Um, ask them to comment on the quality, whatever you control the story and you're going to work with them to develop that 15 to 30 second video. And we're going to ditch the idea of production. We don't need 27 people to do it. We maybe need one or two to start and we'll go from there. I think we all get overwhelmed by how big our ideas get sometimes. And that's what I'm saying here is either a little bit of behind the scenes video, a little bitty uh, unboxing or how it makes someone's life better video. So if you don't have a complex product that needs to be explained, just do some of that because that's still that emotional connection. I'm watching video. I want to see it. I want to buy it. Yeah. On that unboxing portion that you addressed, I think that that's, I've done many, many videos on that, uh, with products that are very basic, yep. very upfront. Uh, but I, I always follow the, uh, what it, we learned it in school is adjective, what, 
what does it uh what who where you know what does it feel go. like what does it smell like who who did it come cool. from you know what vendor did it come from is it soft is it scratchy you know if it's a restaurant what does it smell like what does it taste like yep. what does it taste similar to um what is it you know it tastes like an aluminum baseball bat or it tastes like you know like whatever it is like <laughs> Um, just describing those things, uh, perhaps it's a coffee shop, like, man, this is very similar to a vanilla latte. Oh crap. I always get a vanilla latte or whatever, you know, what's the best alternative to a vanilla latte? This one, I think, you know, or whatever. So what temperature is it? What, you know, like all of those things, I think that people are interested in, um, especially if you don't just relate it to, let me explain this product. I think if you, and this is back to social now, this isn't necessarily your website, um, but you know, what is this similar to, you know, who is this for things like that? Totally. And again, I just cannot hammer on this hard enough because I have heard so many of my own clients, both in our, you know, agency business and in my coaching business, so many people will stand there and say, I just hate myself on camera. I don't have the money to hire a videographer. I can't think of an idea of how to do this. And I just want to like shake some people and say, all your people, all your audience, your customers want from you is to show up and be yourself. And so if that means that you make a 15 to 30 second video, just describing that product and how it makes you feel, that is something that is going to move the needle on sales because you're creating the content that people want video, putting it in the places where they are, your website or social media. And that's all it takes. It, it is not at all the long form video, um, great polished documentary, emotional customer testimonial. It's none of that. It is just the, the authentic, genuine, here's what it is. Here's how it makes your life better. Here's how you get it. And if you just made videos answering those three questions on repeat for the next 30 years, your business would be hugely successful. Yeah, I think that video has always been the king, um, you know, on every platform. We've talked about that before, but it is especially almost every place that the Internet is right now. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, especially those two. It is the only option on TikTok, uh, but it is definitely probably the primary option as far as what we've, you and I have seen on our marketing channels. Yep. Video is, video is the place yep. to uh, to get people's attention right now. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that this is just really this is just another idea for videos. Um, is what I totally would, I would say just a new a new place you could put it. I, truth be told, I, until I read this article about Gander. I feel foolish, but I hadn't really thought about putting any user generated content or little demo videos into the Shopify backend as one of the media. And you know, people are shopping, they're swiping through, they want to see the, the product from multiple angles. And then boom, they come to a video that's 15 seconds of somebody saying how much they love it or 15 seconds of you demonstrating it. My mind just went, Oh my God, what are we doing? Why are we not doing this? And, and I just think that that's a great, new place for what we know is the most powerful piece of content. It's just a new place for it to live now. Are we going to start doing that? Link our, I really think we I should. How many I mean, you've already made the, I have. that's what I'm saying. You've already made the product reviews probably have and there's just no reviews. reason not to embed those. Um, can you just embed them on YouTube? Them? Yeah. I mean, yeah, from, from Shopify for sure. Yeah. You can just pull them straight over from YouTube. 
and it'll link to it. I wonder if you have um, to actually shorter, have to download the video and then re-upload it, or if you can actually just physically right. embed the, that video. I'd have to look on the Shopify. That'd be kind of a Shopify question for me to look yeah, into. Yeah. You should. And and then even, again, the the point to that is if you can if you can only you know upload something new grab the first 30 seconds of that video and then in the product description say full review at this youtube link because again most people aren't going to watch the whole video if it's longer than 30 seconds long but the fact that it's there is yet another um, way that we're saying here's the physical thing being held touched interacted with we're bringing that in-store experience to the digital front so even if it's just the first 30 seconds and you need to link to the longer video or refine those and make them in 15 to 30 second, you know, snippets. I think that's going to be a big win for a lot of businesses. Yeah. I think at least, you know, at minimum, I would say, you know, do top 20, top 50 video or uh, top 20 or top 50 products easily that you sell easily, uh, especially online products. I think that that's a powerful deal, man. I, I, I say this over and over again. I laugh because not too long ago, a few years ago, I said, man, I don't even think we need a website. I think we just need a Facebook page. Uh, <laughs> many Christmas. It is crazy. Yeah. How many people, I think one location, one location last month got 53,000, uh, profile views on Google. Uh, people freaking look up your place before they go there. You, that is totally. every boutique, Restaurant, hardware store, lumber store, feed store, pet supply yep. store. I mean, it is every store that you have. People are looking it up before they come to your place. The more products you have on there, the more you know uh, things that you have available. It's it's the more things that you're able to show people when they come to your store. It's yep. the equivalent to that. And I'll say this too, because we're headed into what might be a recession, and I just want people to know. Yeah, you're not going to be able to directly tie every dollar you spend on social media content production, your website content, um, making sure that the videos are up there and they're working. You're not going to be able to tie every single dollar that you spend to an increase in sales. But let me just say everything that Steve just mentioned there, social media accounts, your Google My Business account, which you should have if you have a retail location, uh, and your website are all what we call validators. People will look there before they ever think of showing up. And all that's doing is cementing in people's minds, oh yeah, this is what I want. This is for me. They can solve the problem. They can provide what I need. Um, I just had an anniversary this last weekend. We went out for Happy dinner. And thank you so much. We decided uh, on where we were going to go for dinner. And the kind of the top three places that we had narrowed it down to, we'd never been to any of them before. And I, I don't say this as a marketer. I say this as just a human being. I did it without thinking about it. I went to every one of these restaurants, Instagram pages and just saw, I want to see what does your food look like? Because lately a lot of pages, you know, the nicer restaurants, a lot of menus, they don't have the picture of the food there. It's just the item listed. So I'm going to your validation channel and asking myself, is this what I want? So I'm not telling you that you have to put post on social media, otherwise your business will die. I'm telling you people are looking on your social media no matter whether you post there or not. And so the choice is yours. Do you want to grab your you know featured meals from this month and do a carousel and post 10 and you just leave it up there for the month of July? 
even that's better than nothing at all because people are going to validate. They're going to look at your website. They're going to look at your Instagram. They're going to look at your Google My Business and they're asking, is this place for me? And, and, and the deeper question there is, can I trust this place because I see similarity and, and consistency all over their channels? So that, that can be overwhelming and I fully admit that. But that's really what we're talking about here is, are you just genuinely showing up? Are you making the videos that are answering the people's questions? So question, did you DM the two that you didn't choose to go to and DM them and say, I didn't come because your marketing sucks. I can help you though. I can help you. No, that, that's, that's where you can help me with sales because you take advantage of stuff like that. Um, <laughs> you're totally right though. I mean, just people need to realize the, the weight that those validation pieces carry. And I, and I go back to what I just said a few minutes ago. It's the fear of the unknown. What was the one thing that we were most worried about ahead of that anniversary dinner? Are we going to drop major cash on an special event and be disappointed? Yeah. For That's our fear. Dinner. Yep. Yep. And so your job as a restaurant, and, and this goes for anybody, your job as a retail store, your job as a grocery store, a boutique, is to understand and, and be compassionate that your people have a fear because they don't know how this is going to go and you make marketing content that helps them overcome the fear of the unknown. Right. And so even as something as small as saying, uh, you know, this is our featured dish for the weekend. And, um, when we've served it in the past, uh, our diners have told us it is the best, you know, pasta dish they've ever had. Even something as simple as that, a tiny, non-attributed testimonial from just diners in the past will help people overcome that fear of the unknown of going, Oh, well, other people liked it. I should go try it. And now they're willing to do business with you where before they were just, it's a toss up 50, 50. And so the question really is then how much do you want to leave your business growth to chance? Are, are you willing to just do these tiny things? It does not have to be this big produced testimonial from some client, from some customer, professional video shoot, you know, it's, it's so, it's the small, tiny things. It's incredible. Uh, yeah, not only is this a list of so many, uh, video ideas, we have over 2000 products, so it is at least 2000 yeah. video ideas, but it is also uh, general marketing advice. I feel like it's good website advice. It's good social media advice. It's good. Uh, it's good all around, uh, video reinforcement. So good idea Definitely. for a topic, Christopher. There you go. Yeah, we, we could talk more about it. But I think, you know, at the end of the day, what I want to tell people, grab your nearest iPhone and just be genuine. Make some video content that's short for your people and it's going to grow your business. If you need further marketing advice, Chris Fox's uh contact information is in the show notes and he can help you as he is the owner of Fox strategy, uh, which specializes in marketing. And I can sell you horse feed if you're interested in that. If of course you are not, of course you are. You better be. If you're listening to this, <laughs> I hope that you found something that could better your business in today's episode. Please reach out to me and give me a idea for a podcast episode. Give me an idea for a podcast guest, whatever it might be. The contact information for me is in the show notes and thank you for listening to better. <laughs>